Good afternoon, New York, and the rest of our listeners around the globe. My name is June Stoyer, and I'm the host of the Organic View Radio Show. Our podcast is available on iTunes, Zoom, and you can also visit our website at www.theorganicview.com. If you'd like to be on the show or would like to find out about sponsorship opportunities, please contact us at questions at theorganicview.com. Today's show is sponsored by Eden Foods, the most trusted name in certified organic clean food. When you shop online at EdenFoods.com, enter the coupon code ORGVIEW to receive 20% off any regularly priced items, excluding cases. For other promotional offers, please visit TheOrganicView.com's website. And don't forget to check out our contest section. On today's show, Vietnam veterans advocate Mr. John J. Berry is back to give us an update on a very important bill that will tremendously help veterans and their families. So I'd like to welcome back to the show Mr. John J. Berry. Good afternoon, Mr. Berry, and welcome back to the show. Thanks, June. I really appreciate it. Mr. Berry, could you please take a moment and share with the listeners just a little bit about yourself and your advocacy work? Uh, well, I am a Vietnam veteran. I did 22 years active duty in the U.S. Navy and four shipboard deployments to the waters of Vietnam. I am infected with Agent Orange dioxin due to our drinking water. Mr. Barry, could you explain to our listeners that are new to Agent Orange dioxin exposure what exactly Agent Orange is and how you became exposed? Agent Orange is a code name for a chemical that was produced by uh, Dow Chemical Corporation and also the Monsanto Chemical Corporation. How it got to be used is they approached President Kennedy back in, I think, 1961, along with the Department of Defense, and convinced President Kennedy to use the herbicide to defoliate the uh, forests and jungles and also uh, the rice paddies uh, that would feed the North Vietnamese. Unfortunately, these chemicals got into the water. The chemical was mixed with diesel fuel, so it would stick to the foliage. However, when it would rain, diesel fuel, of course, floats, and the product, the herbicide, uh, floated along with it. It would go into the streams and the rivers and and eventually end up in the South China Sea where dioxin, which is the killing agent, would sink to the bottom of the sea. And with uh, 714 ships traveling north to south, south to east, looking for targets, running at high speed, their propellers would stir up the bottom of the South China Sea, which is a very shallow sea and it would stir up the dioxin back up to the surface. Navy ships distill salt water into fresh water for drinking, bathing, and cooking. Hence, the evaporating systems on ships that distill salt water into fresh water uh, would draw in the dioxin, and the temperatures needed to heat the water into fresh water was uh, 212 to 215 degrees Fahrenheit. It would remove the impurities except dioxin because it liked the heat. Therefore, it was still in our drinking water and unbeknown to us. We were never told that it was dangerous and it was poisonous, just like the men who served in country on land dodging bullets 
who were drenched in the stuff. There was a directive put out by the uh, Comptroller General to Admiral Zumwalt, who was in charge of the entire operation, that uh, all commanders of troops should have their troops change clothing and take a shower every day. Well, this is the biggest joke I ever heard. How can our men on land, dodging bullets, change clothes and take a shower every day? It's an impossible, impossible thing to do. On board ship, yes, but not on land. It, it, it just can't happen. And this is how thousands upon thousands of men were infected with the herbicide Asian orange dioxin to include we who served in the Navy who were dubbed as Blue Water Navy by the VA who cannot get benefits because they don't think we were infected. However, the Australian uh, government proved that the Blue Water Navy was infected. Our own Institute of Medicine likewise proved the same thing that we were infected. But this is ignored by the VA. It is being ignored by our government. However, we do have bills that have been introduced. The first one was introduced by Congressman uh, Joe Sestak when he was in Congress in 2006, titled the Blue Water Navy Vietnam Veterans Agent Orange Act. Since then, there have been several bills introduced. The main introducers of the bills today is Congressman Gibson and Senator Gillibrand of New York. Presently, there are two bills, a Senate bill and a House bill. They were introduced in 2015. No CBO score was assigned to those bills. Now, CBO scores the money allotted by the Congress to support the bills. Since no CBO score was assigned in 2015, those bills were carried over to 2016, so they are still active. We still do not have a dollar amount assigned to those bills. However, we are moving forward. There are two people very much involved in, in this process. One is John Wells. He's a commander, U.S. Navy retired, and an attorney in Louisiana. Yes, Mr. Wells has been on the show a few times, actually, and he's doing some amazing things. Yes, he is. He is now partnered with uh, uh, Max Payne, who is also a commentator uh, and has his own show, which I've been on several times. So these two men have partnered together. They are presently in Washington, D.C. now talking with Congress and the Senate and especially with the CBO committee. Let's get a dollar amount of signs so we can find out what it's going to cost and get these bills passed. Previously, those bills, the CBO score for those bills was like $2.74 billion. Uh, Congress decided this was too much money to save the lives of our veterans. So they died. Now we are asking for approximately $800 million uh, which to me seems to be a fair amount. So if the CBO committee assigns that amount, we are very hopeful and nearly confident that the bills will probably pass. 
both the House and the Senate bill. doesn't make which, any difference which bill passes, either one or both. They pass, they go to the president for signature and becomes law. Once it becomes law, if the VA starts, uh, says they need more money, then Congress is obligated to give them more money because they are law. That's, in a nutshell, how it works. It's complicated, but that's basically how the whole system works. Right now, and this just happened yesterday, I was uh, visiting Congressman Pat Meehan, who is my congressman, and I was informed that the toxic substance, toxic chemical substance bill has been taken out of committee and is going to go to the House floor for a vote. Now, if this bill passes in the House, then this is a good thing. It will help those who are not Vietnam veterans, but who are families of Vietnam veterans, such as wives and children, especially the children who are infected with Agent Orange dioxin. How do they get infected? They are infected by way of conception. Dioxin resides in the fatty tissues of the human body. It is in the male sperm, and it is also in the female egg if the woman had served in Vietnam. And it is passed on to children. Both of my children were infected with uh, the herbicide. And fortunately, it was minor, and they were corrected uh, surgically. But there are others not as fortunate who were born with a missing leg or a missing arm or webbed fingers or with a bad heart or their organs born on the outside of their body. Uh, I was to a conference not long ago where the parents of a little girl, she was just born, and all of her organs were born on the exterior parts of her body. The doctors wanted to do a series of surgeries over many years. The parents felt that this would not benefit their child by going through all these surgeries. She was only 10 days old when she died. Her parents pulled the plug on their little girl and she died. After that happened, both parents had themselves fixed so that they could never have children again. This is an unfortunate story and a very, very sad story. There were 600 people in the audience, and there wasn't a dry eye at all to include my own. This is, is what happens. This is what is happening not just to the Vietnam veterans, but it's also happening to our children. Perhaps this bill will now help other children who are infected with Agent Orange dioxin. This is our hope. It's not going to help the Vietnam veterans themselves because we need the other bills passed. And there are two. The House bill is numbered 969, and the Senate bill is numbered S681. Both of them are titled the Vietnam Veterans Agent Orange Act. These bills get passed. Either one of them doesn't make, make, make a hill of beans which one. Uh, they get passed, and those veterans, especially Navy, who cannot get benefits from the VA will eventually get their benefits. This will be a good thing. So we're close. We are very, very close right now.
and the reports and feedback that I keep getting, the talks are going on and the talks seem to be positive. The good thing is, is that the toxic chemical bill has gotten out of committee to go to the floor for a vote. This is a good beginning and it will be very helpful. That beginning could lead to passing either one of the two House bills for Blue Water Navy or both of them. This is the goal, and we think this may happen. It's, it's uh, not a sure thing, but we think it's going to happen. Uh, these two men, John Wells and Max Payne, are working diligently on this. They are spending their own money to stay in Washington, D.C., to go around and do these talks and talk with the important people who monitor these bills. That's where it is presently. I myself am infected with Asian Orange. I have contacted six cancers, so I'm a six cancer survivor. I have done nothing but endure pain. My wife is my caregiver. There are times that I've heard her cry in the middle of the night um, you know, to help me. And uh, it's a shame. It's not fair to my wife. It's not fair to the wives of other Vietnam veterans who are in the same situation that I am in. And they have heard their wives cry as well. How much more can they help their husbands? Well, what they are doing today, just like my wife, is caring for me, understanding about my illnesses, and doing the best that she can to keep me comforted. There are days that I have that are good days. There are other times that I do not have good days. And when I don't have those good days, then it doesn't help with family life at all. That's where it is, and that's where I am. Today, I'm feeling pretty good. Tomorrow, I don't know what tomorrow will bring. Well, Mr. Berry, I'm glad that you are having a good day today. And I know throughout the years that you've been on the show, you've had many, many days where it's been unbearable. And by the grace of God, I'm I'm happy that you're able to be on the show today, that you have the strength to keep fighting and also to provide inspiration for other folks that are out there that are experiencing the same or have a family member or someone that they care about who's going through the same. Exactly. Uh, I just received an email just moments ago from disabledveterans.org. The person who is the founder of that is Benjamin Krauss. The VA is now going to our Order of Veterans Affairs. They are moving forward, uh, presently moving forward, to hold criminal action against senior executive employees to hold them accountable for holding back on giving benefits. So many of, of these executives have allowed others within their group to destroy medical records, claims for Asian armed exposure from veterans, and so forth. They are now being heavily investigated. In all likelihood, they are going to lose their jobs. And I hope this does happen. I just got this message today, just moments ago. So it is a piece of breaking news. And uh, this is a good thing. 
we've got to get these people out of the VA who have the power to discriminate. They have the power to destroy. They have the power not to give benefits. And these people need to go. Well, they're not doing their job, but more importantly, they are preventing people from getting the care that they need in order to live. Exactly. These are the folks that risk their lives so that they could even be in a position to have a job. That's and people need to remember that without our veterans, we would not enjoy the very liberties that we do enjoy. It's something that we constantly need to be reminded of because too many people take it for granted to blame the veterans or to harm the veterans in any way, shape, or form is really horrible. I really hope that the people that have made those horrible choices not to support the veterans, that they are prosecuted as they should be according to our laws. I mean, what they're doing is really, really horrible and should never have happened to begin with. But yeah, you know, it's it's good that the things that you're doing, the things that John Wells is doing, is really making such a huge difference. And I just want to add a lot of other folks that are out there, including my friends at Children of Vietnam Veterans Health Alliance. I know that the two founders have suffered tremendously, and they're both children of Vietnam veterans, and they've had so many health issues. That's correct. So, so both of those women very well, who are the founders of this uh, of that organization. The uh, important thing is, is that it seems like things are beginning to move forward, and and we hope that it continues to move forward, and we get our rightful benefits that that is well deserved. I say, if not for our veterans, better yet if not for those who have served and those who came home in a box. These men and women who served deserve so much credit. If not for them, what language would we be speaking today? What flag would we be living under today? Uh, that's, that's how I see it. That's how a lot of people see it. Mr. Berry, thank you so much for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to come on the show today to give us this very important update. How can our listeners help? They can help by calling their congressmen and both senators of their states. Ask them, actually, don't, don't just ask them, but demand that they pass the Agent Orange Act for our veterans. The more people who call in, the more people who write letters, the better chances we have. And just don't put it aside once they make that phone call and write that letter. They need to do this perpetually, at least once a month or every two months. Continue to call, continue to write a letter. Pester our legislators to do the right thing. The more people that do this, the more that our legislators will consider things to be serious. The American people are the only ones who are going to get this to happen. Without the American people, nothing is going to happen. That's why we need these people who live in America, who are Americans, to pester our legislators to do the right thing for our veterans. And it's the only way it's going to happen is by the voice of the American people. The American people have the strongest voice in this country. 
even children, American children, do the same thing. Write a letter to your congressmen and to your senators. Make a phone call to them. Let them know that you're a child, you're a high school kid, or you're in grade school. Let them know that you want to see the right thing done. Let them know that if it wasn't for us, they may not be allowed to go to school today because of uh, if, we, if we came under another country. Veterans and those who died and those who came home sick and broken are the ones who keep this country free, are the ones who, who allow our children to continue to go to school, who allow our female children not to become concubines. This is what we fight for. We have been fighting for this freedom ever since 1775, every war. The Vietnam War is known as the most shameless war in all of American history because no one cares about those veterans who came home. No one cares about those veterans who came home in a box. We need to have the American people voice. They have to give us their voice. And the only way to do that is to pester our legislators time and time again, and things will happen. It just takes time, but it will happen. Thank you, Mr. Berry. And, folks, please check out the companion article, which will be available on theorganicview.com. And also I would like to just mention some fans of the show, the folks at Molecular Bliss, who are a veteran-owned company, and uh, they're doing some great things, and they've uh, just big fans of the show. So I just want to say hello to them, as well as my friends at Copa and to Mr. John Wells. Thank you for all of the emails and encouragement and support of all the advocacy work that we've been doing. Once again, Mr. Barry, thank you so much. Thank you, June. I, I can't I can't thank you enough for what you are you are doing, not just for me but doing for all of our veterans who need the help. And you are one person who is able to do that. You're very welcome. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been June Stoyer with the Organic View Radio Show. Have a great afternoon. Thank you, June.